right, y'all. This is Home with Smooth, episode number 137, where I'm perpetually embarrassed by my weekend shenanigans. <laughs> uh, really, the, the, name is, the name of the episode is Why Not Settle Down. Um, uh, do, do we want to do we want to start back with that story, or do we want to start with the with the bullshit of Lower Harvey? You gotta give, you gotta give him the title first, name, and then the story. Slow walk it, man. Slow walk it. <laughs> the, the story, my story. Yeah, no. don't, don't don't hit him with that first. No, exactly. Okay. Let's okay. leave that there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. Oh, fuck my life. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, they broke up, and the internet, the internet shenanigans, and perpetually argued this to this day. And one, I want to know, like, why are y'all so invested in two? Like, I thought I thought Michael B. Jordan was that guy. I thought you would want to marry him. What's wrong? What's wrong, Lori? She fumbled that bag. I said the same thing. I could never in my life. I could never. That's crazy. Even if I wasn't ready, I would have found a way to be ready because mm-hmm. he was picturing, he was he was showing a lot of husband qualities. <laughs> I would have found a way. <laughs> they had dinner underwater. I said, yo, I ain't never seen that before. I said, bruh. I said, bruh, in there. I can't, there's no competing with that. I'm like, I ain't never had that. I'm <laughs> Is that the Atlantic? Like... Is that the Pacific? I don't even know where they at. Like, this nigga so... that found Atlantis and took on a date. I've seen a lot of um <clears throat> a lot of think pieces like everybody knows what happened. Like we, we see rumors of oh there's rumors that they broke up because she wasn't ready. We don't know the truth. Like we don't know what really happened. So right. people right. are literally going based off of that. And I mean, look at look at Lori. She can have whoever she wants. So for people to be like, oh, she should have married him. And, no, do you sis? And she's 25. Oh, she's up? young. She's what's young. Up? She um huh? What's up for Michael B. Jordan, Char? If you don't think that you can get better than what you had before, then there's a lot more wrong with you than No, hmm. no, I'm no, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Cause Michael B. Jordan is in the top one, that one percent guy. So like what's up okay. from him? That, that's my that's my that's my question. What's up? Where, where do you go after Michael B. I don't, Jordan? I don't think of I don't think of life that way. Like I don't uh, first of all, I don't follow. I don't. Better. I don't operate based off of statistics. First of all, like statistics are bullshit when it comes to stuff like that. Um, I'm sure that she could have. I'm sure she will. She will be happy and flourish and marry whoever she's meant to marry. Just because somebody has a lot of money and is in a lot of movies does not make them an eligible bachelor. We don't even know if they were actually a real match. They look like a match on camera. We don't know what happened behind closed doors. We don't know if she was really in love with this man. We don't know if he was really in love with her. Y'all just making all kinds of judgments. I don't know. All I all I know is I've never seen Michael B. Jordan with any woman. Period. He never posted nobody. He posted yeah. her though. There's a first time he, for he everything. He posted her. He said he loved her. He, she's the only one getting videos with him. Like she going to the game. She's going to the the red carpets. All of that. It was consistent. I've never seen that behavior from him. Okay. So what's your point? So man we know where his body. feelings were as a man. We know where his feelings were. Yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm now. I'm not saying that his feelings aren't hurt. What I'm saying is, 
life moves on, people break up every single day, I'm sure they're both going to find who they're meant to be with. Maybe, or maybe the timing is wrong. Maybe they'll reconnect later in the future and get together. But we don't know. We don't have all the, all we have is one blog post that says that she wasn't ready for marriage. We don't know how real that is. Like, we don't know what happened. She deleted them off the page. It seemed like she ready. She got that That's still jumping to conclusions. You really don't know what happened. Me, like, when I move on from relationships, you you can't really find anything on my page from, from my exes. Like, you may mean like my first, first love or whatever, but like, other than that, you're not going to find no recent <clears throat> lovers on my, on my social media. Right. So have you ever gotten to the point where you were posting them and then you were like, you know what? You got to go. And then you took everything down. Yes, I just explained that. I just said that I have deleted like boyfriend off of my page. You can't oh, find okay. no traces of me nowhere. Oh. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna interject here. Um, okay, so, I'm gonna so, try, try so smart. I'm just, I hate following her sometimes. I'll be like, oh, you're so right. <laughs> but okay, I think that's such a good point because I think every, especially black women, I mean, I'm, hey, I'm a black woman, right? Like, I think initially all the black women were like, what the fuck? You know, like, that's the first thing that came to mind. Like, why? Like, what? It's Michael B. Jordan. Of course, we all salivate over him, at, or most of us. I do. So so I was kind of like, okay, like, I'm wondering what happened because they both seem so happy and things seem to be going well. But you're right. First of all, us common folk, we would die to have Michael B. Jordan as our man and posting us everywhere, bringing us on trips, saying that he's in love with us, you know, like, okay, sometimes we idolize celebrities and sometimes we like like to live vicariously through other people, you know, and I think sometimes we get caught up in that. We get caught up in that hype, so that's like the first thing that people say is like, what? That could never be me. Oh my God, it's Michael B. Jordan, you know what I mean? But I also feel like, okay, like just like what Charlotte was saying, like, we don't really know what happens behind the scenes, you know, and just because somebody is doing all the highlight reels on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else does not mean that it's really peachy keen like that. Um, and then I think the most important part is the fact that she's young, you know, she knows that she's an eligible bachelorette and that everybody is like kicking down the door to be with her. Like, it's obvious she's been with the who's who of black celebrity culture you know like we know that we know that at this point it seems like it's not really like what's up from michael b jordan it's like what's up from Lori harvey like a lot of men want to be with her you know it's obvious and if you know that you have your like you have the cream of the crop at your feet and you can really go for whatever you want why not be you know like selective about who you're gonna be with for life I mean, she's 25, you know what I mean? So it kind of makes sense. Like, I feel like afterwards, like in retrospect, I was kind of like, oh, well, yeah, she she does have time to decide. There's no rush. I'm just wondering what happened. I wish that we really knew or that they would really say. But both of these, both of these individuals are pretty private and they don't really put all their like personal bullshit out there like all these other people do. So I just think it's interesting. Okay. I want to ask. Um... Go ahead. I don't understand why the breakup happened. Just because you weren't ready to get married, why can why not continue to date? Um, because, but but let me give this disclaimer: I don't believe in the concept of marriage, not in the way that we 
uh, conceptualize it. And so they were already, like if they were monogamous and you were cool with it, why did you need marriage? All right, what's the, what's the, what's the difference? So let, let's, let's take a, let's interject and take a, take a separate path. Forget Michael Jordan and Lord Harvey. Forget them entirely. Because one, they're celebrities and their entire lifestyle does not do anything or depict anything but normal natural yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the first. Second, on a consistent basis, if you look at the data, if you look at everything else, it's always going to say that women fall for boys. Women do this. That doesn't matter either because 90% of statistics are skewed and incorrect because no statistic can be 100% correct except for people that die. That is the only statistic that can actually be. So what does it matter? What does it matter whether or not she wasn't ready, he is ready? Mm -hmm. it, what actually does matter is when you're taking consideration of a relationship and you're trying to actually be with somebody, what is the purpose of dating? Every person has a different definition of dating, but that is the issue. There is no set foundation of what dating should be. In my opinion, if you're going to date someone, I'm not dating you so we can go out and just have fun. I'm dating you in the pursuit to see what you are like and how you <clears> impact me. <throat> Will you be somebody that I want to be married to? Are you a pain in the ass or are you the bliss that I need when I get home at night? That's that's for me. For some people, they go out, nah, we've been talking for two, three years. We've been, we've been dating for nine years. My nigga, what? You've been dating for nine? Nine? <laughs> But some people don't believe in the concept of marriage. And that's perfectly fine because marriage is a contract. And most people are out there looking for the best contract. Mm -hmm. so, I don't care what Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey do because God, God knows she might end up with freaking two chains. Like it they it's typically an actor, a rapper, an actor, and then a rapper. That's typically how the chain goes. <laughs> they, it's actor, rapper, actor. <laughs> Guess what future? Listen, celebrity lives don't matter to me. They can't depict anything. Also, how do you know Michael B. Jordan is even a good person? Thank you. Exactly. We don't know that, right? Exactly. But That's how do what you I'm know Lori Harvey is a good person? You don't. These are things you don't know. You don't know of these people, how they actually are. Everybody thinks that Amber Heard is like the most despicable person ever. She probably is. But. No, she is, bro. That's some crazy, like, I want to say something. So, different. so that, that's all. That's my take. Mm -hmm. I agree so, with everything he said. Every single word this man said, I agree with him. Yeah, I, I think everyone has had some valid points. Um, for me, <laughs> and so the topic is. Why not settle down? And we are using Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan as, you know, examples. And the scenario that I'm basing my logic off of is the fact that she wasn't ready to settle. So, of course, I am, like, um, confused and in dismay because I'm just, like, based off statistics uh, or based off of my experience, like, I'm displaced. I'm in Fayetteville, Arkansas. There's, like, maybe 3% Black people. It's not really a lot of Black people out here. So I can't date. And, and and then you base it off the statistics, the older you get, the less likely you are to be able to find a single black man that does not have children, that does not have, you know, um, um, other outside of factors. Then um, 
to find one that hasn't been incarcerated, that doesn't have any felonies, to find one that is educated is, is really, really low. Like the education gap between black men and, and black women aren't, they're, they're not equivalent. So I'm just like, ma'am, you fumbled the bag. Now from the outside looking in, like, like I said, we just looking on the outside looking in. He just took her out to eat in, in, in the ocean. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking like he actively pursued you. He courted you from the outside looking in. It looks like he had, like I said, husband qualities and there aren't a lot of husbands in these streets. So like I said, if I wasn't ready, I would have found out how to be ready because I was married. And now look at me, I'm single, wishing, well, I don't really want my ex-husband, but I was wishing I was still married. I don't want him, but I want to still be a wife. Makes sense. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. <laughs> I definitely feel you. I hate that. God. <laughs> yeah, because these streets, trash. <laughs> yeah, see, see, for me, like, I, I really don't operate based off of statistics and worldly things like I I know that whoever I'm meant to be is who I'm going to meet like okay fuck what they say about they're not being this many educated black men blah 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 there's one out there for me there's one there's only one I'm going to meet him when I'm supposed to meet him so that 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 may be why my view is a little different yeah but Heather and you both said that um you know she is young and I was reading something it was talking about like yeah. um the yogi philosophy and they were talking about um your life goes you have different transitions based off of like numbers it's like 7 11 and 18 has anyone heard of this Mm-mm. No. I, not. I wish i wish i had more information i might have to get my phone and google it but it was saying that like from ages um one to seven is where you um basically your identity is developed who you are your iq um is set in stone and this is basically who you when you become like your own being right and then from 11 to 22 is when you develop um like social skills you develop tactics on how to be um how to form groups and how to be more sociable and relatable and then from 22 to 33 is when um you basically you focus on your life purpose your path expansion and completion and then from like 33 into like some 40 something um that's when it's like the evolution of um it's like health physical energy where your mental health and your physical health align and that's where a lot of people um their body begins to deteriorate because of all the stresses that they went through in life it starts aligning with their body so like if you think about chakras and stuff for women that have a chakra block um they experience a lot of heartbreak or um hurt and they have a lot of blockage in the heart then they'll develop like breast cancer heart disease all that so that's why they say a lot of uh, relationships fail um, in between the, the the 11 and the 18 year because it's like you literally become a completely different person in these transitions of life. And I think I'm going like, obviously, I'm 26. So I am going through the life purpose um, stage. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all did bring up age. Yeah. At what age? Should you shuttle down? What age would it be okay to stop going out, having, and living your life? Because it's always going to be different for every person. Yeah. I would. What do you mean would, by stop living your life? No, no, no. So what he means by that yeah. is basically like settling that, being with somebody, like not going out like every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, because when you when you're with somebody and you have a family. It's not feasible to go out every night. You, you got kids at home. You got a significant other at home. People I get, I get what you're saying, but 
you threw me off when you said stop living life because I'm still going to live and enjoy life no matter what I'm doing. So that's the continue. <laughs> so, so to answer your question of what age, I would say like a good age, um, just across the board to like, just really like start reassessing everything is around like probably like 30, bro. Like for real, like just, just like if, if you still doing everything that you was doing in your twenties at thirties, something's got to give at some point. Yeah, you're not doing something right. Your kidneys is gonna give. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm just, I'm just keeping it. <laughs> you know your kidneys gonna give. Like your body gonna start talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Things is gonna start changing dynamically for you around that thirty age. So I would, I would say like from thirty, thirty then on should be it, there should be a conscious focus on getting the things that you actually want out of life and you can't get yeah. the things that you want out of life constantly just playing around yeah like that word so then it starts the question like you know what are you doing is well i'm not gonna say that but I guess I yeah i will start know. questioning <laughs> well i guess i need to know what's your definition of having your shit together because i feel like i still don't have it figured out at 34 like i'm still figuring out life you know not believe it, 34. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> age is 37. That's peak human age because that's when most people actually settle down into their career. Most people settle down in their career closer to 40, which is why they say most people will fully live their life by the time they are 40, because that is the point in which you are no longer going to go out and do as many things as you once did. Once you hit 37, that's typically when the most the hot the most Americans have gotten their career, gotten a house of some sort and have their car and their financial situation at a stable point in their life. That's 37 mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. average. So if 37 is the average, when a person actually has a career, when the person is fundamentally really an adult at that point, because now they have those things done, because to most people, an adult is somebody who's financially stable and can do and manage everything they need to manage. Why would you settle down before that? So I just want to add something to this. I know that that you're throwing out ages and stuff here, but we also have to factor in that like life happens to some people. Like I just feel like sometimes when there's timelines, people feel so rushed to get things done, and like you know, like um, you all this shit that you worked hard for could be taken away from you tomorrow. You have to start hit the restart button. That could happen any life, any any age at any time in life. You can't guarantee that life is going to be okay. Enough, and I'm not coming at what you're saying. What I'm saying in general, I think that sometimes when people have timelines and society's like, oh, you should have kids and marriage, you know, marriage and kids by this age, sometimes it doesn't happen that way because that's not your life plan. So because of that, I cannot set a, a set age for when that's supposed to happen for you. Because I thought I would be married with kids by now and I'm turning 35 in two weeks. Like I can't control like how life plays out, right? So I agree. It's very hard for me to operate on statistics, like statistical reasoning. I've never been that type. Um, The numbers really don't like it gives me, you know, statistics give you an idea of what's going on right now or before. Right. But it doesn't it's not like it's just a way to gauge what's going on. It's not the end all be all of what everybody should be and how everybody should live and what everybody should be doing. So, you know, I was only saying that she was, she was young, you know, like she is young, she's 25, right? You know, like, okay, 
she still has all this time. There's no there's no rush to try to get married and things. Michael B. Jordan is older. Who knows how old he is? 35. 35. Okay, so he's yeah. 10 years older than her. So there might, the, the only reason that matters is because there might be more like pressure for him to want to settle down than her because she's younger and she has more youth to experience. But it doesn't mean that she has to or that, you know, like, you know, whatever. And Michael B. Jordan doesn't have to settle down at 35 if he doesn't want. He can do that later on in life. And if we are really going off statistics, people are actually getting married way later in life um, anyway. So it's like, you just got to think about the nature of statistics and, you know, where where are these numbers even coming from? You know what I'm saying? So, so, so that when I-, I, 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 I don't want you to get too caught up on the statistical we part. We should not. Versus, versus, At all. The, versus the, the point he was making of being more serious. Because like the act of settling down, it's just being more serious. There's just a more conscious effort in life. That That's that's the more that's the more important thing. Yeah, I go think ahead. that's what Mariah was saying. You have yeah. something to say? Uh, so, I mean, um, to not focus on the timelines, like I, I, I get it, you know, you can't sit here and be like, you know, by the time I'm 25, I'm supposed to have kids. Like I told myself by the time I was 25, I should have children. But I mean, I'm 26 and I'm divorced. But I am focusing on a timeline because women do have a biological clock. So I, I am I am putting that into consideration. And um, also, and, and at the same time, it's like, as you grow and evolve and you experience things, your level of consciousness should increase. And you shouldn't be making the same decisions or you should not be wanting to partake in the same things that you were doing at 20 when you like 30. That you, you should not. You should be wanting to do things for yourself. And even 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 when he pointed out 37, like, and you establishing your career at 37, and yes, things can happen in life where, um, you know, you didn't ask for or whatever, but you should be established enough or you should be in the direction to know if anything happens, I got, I, I have set myself up well. For example, if my car breaks down, I have enough money in my bank account to fix my car. I'm currently looking for a house. Like I have enough money to, to support myself if anything was to happen. That's not going to be what, you know, say takes me out the game. Maybe my health. My health might, my support might, but my finances is not going. What's it's not what's going to be the thing that takes me out the game. Is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But when I went when to I counseling, went- I'm sorry. When I went to counseling, when I was married, um, the therapist was like, she was like, people that get married between the ages of like 24 to 28 don't last, and people that get married between the ages of 34 and 38 don't last because pe- people in their 20s don't know themselves, and people in their late 30s are set in their ways. And I was mm. like, well, damn. And he was sitting there like, y'all should just get divorced. Sir, we came here for you to fix us. I want to go back to the original question about what age to get married. There is no age. Uh, age is a socially constructed idea when we're dealing with the ideal of maturity. And we associate maturity with age and they don't go together. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, that's problematic on so many levels that where we we are saying here are the criteria uh, and, and then we're making assumptions about what success is and these other kind of things mm-hmm. with the concept that's associated with age as well. And so there there is no uh, proper age except for whatever is legal in your state and your maturity level. Right. And, and if you can handle 
a relationship because whether you're in your teens or in your 20s or 30s or 40s, if you're not growing with your partner, it's going to end, period. Mm-hmm. Right. And knowing what you are, who you are and what you are and that in this particular moment, but and and having that core and being able to uh, communicate it to where you can grow together, uh, read together and all those other kind of things, it, it's just not going to work. Right. But that's a level of maturity as opposed to associated with concept of age. And then I also want to say, who says marriage is the goddamn goal? Right. Uh, and, and that's another assumption that we're making is that marriage is the goal, because if marriage is the goal, then the first person that likes you, then go and settle down with them, right? If Because in my career, I wanted to go get a PhD. Guess what I did? I went and got one, right? Um, because that's what I wanted to do. And so if we're, we're going to uh, attack or attract or attach uh, the concept of goals with our love relationships, our romantic love relationships, then we should do it. So the first person that checked certain boxes, then you should marry them. But but there are other factors that come in with uh, dating as opposed to these check boxes, right? And so uh, I think that's you know problematic and, and is going to end up. And so when we look at women between thirty four to thirty eight, part of the problem is that because of this concept of I got to get married. They're no longer using the um, discernment of picking a partner and they're picking a cat that is better than not having anybody because I want to be married. I want to have children and that timeline. I I know several women right now who picked the guy because they were ready to be married. And I honestly believe they're ready to cheat. The, 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 now that they got the baby and they got the uh, husband, they're not actually not really interested in the guy, right? They like just the man, she ain't never told me she married. <laughs> and, but and men do that. All, okay. Men do that all the time. I know. I know a lot of men that will marry because they they got the finances, they got everything, and now they're trying to paint the picture. And they'll get with the woman when they're ready to marry. Whatever woman they're with is who they marry. Yeah. And she may not exactly. be the love of his life, but they will settle because they are ready. So, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, some of them cheap. But. Exactly. And that is the fallacy with, uh, that is a fault with trying to be like, oh, well, I'm at this age. I should be doing these things. So that's the downside yeah. to it. But, you know. It's one of those things, you know, where we should honestly just be looking at ourselves in a whole and thinking about, okay, like, what are my goals in life and who am I? Do I love myself enough? You know, that's like a whole nother conversation. But, you know, people get married for the wrong reason, which is why it is important to take your time and not rush it and not be thinking about, oh, I'm this age and I need to do this and I got to do this. It's like, yeah, but you don't want to be resting it for the wrong reasons. And then, you know, like Dr. DL said, you know, people are just trying to go after these like checklists and just check shit off, you know, because that's what they're supposed to be doing in this age, in this age range, you know, I need to be checking this shit off. Right. No. Yeah. But marrying is for love. If I, if I, if I wanted to be married, like I want marriage, but if I just wanted marriage, I could have been married a long time ago. I could have been married at 25, but like I would have been married to the wrong person. I would have been miserable. I would have been, I would have had these kids and like 
would have been divorced by now, co-parenting with somebody I couldn't stand. Like I could, I could have gone down that traditional path and oh, been married by thirty. But then, like I didn't, I didn't want my 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 stories in that way. So now I'm I'm actually, if I get if I got married tomorrow, I would definitely be married, ready for marriage, but completely more ready in a different way than I would have been had I done it years ago when I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather do it because right. listen. The, the the first person I marry is gonna be the last person I marry. Like I, I I take it very seriously, and it's not a game to me. And that is why you you can make jokes all you want to. I don't care. Like I don't care if I'm gonna be 36, 37 when I get married. At least I know to be the person I'm meant to be with. Yeah, I know. Right, marriage right, right. is um is a scary thing. You don't rush it. <laughs> it's scary as hell. But no, um, the concept of marrying for love was something that was just recently, like, well, not recently within our within mm-hmm. our time, but like it's a westernized thing. Not a lot of um um cultures marry for love. Yeah, so, that's true. That's that true. is very true. That's why there's arranged marriages and stuff. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Or even just the idea of like, you know, you know, this person's provider, they're a good human being. They may not be the person you in love with, but they bring home and they can raise your children with the foundation that you want, then ultimately or essentially you and this person could come up with a way on how you can be a union and a business mind. I'm not, I'm not looking for that, but you know, some people do look at it like that. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. before I say anything, does anybody have anything else that they would like to add? (laughs) Well, I want to jump on what you just said. Okay, go ahead. Um, Not only is marriage, uh, as marrying for love, not only is it a new concept, it's patriarchal as hell, mm-hmm. right? Because going back to uh, arranged marriages, um, and so there's a couple of things that make it patriarchal, right? And so one of those things is that the ideal of inheritance going from the male to his heirs. And one of the ways to control that is by allowing um, women and putting in this concept that they have to be pure and all this other kind of stuff. But also um, the father is the one who got to choose. And even with our concept of love, right? Who who gives the bride away in Western society? The dad. Right, right. Because it still has that patriarchal um, connection to it, right? It, 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 you're trying to make this ideal of romantic love as the reason to couple and using an old model from when people were uh, hunting, hunting and gathering and they didn't have DNA tests and these other kind of things uh, as the means of what a successful relationship looks like. And we have not changed our ideology uh, to meet marriage, right? And so one of the facts that, that the, let's look at uh, the statistics. The statistics are there's not enough black men, heterosexual black men to go around for every heterosexual black woman in the 21st century. There's not enough men on the planet right now to go around for every heterosexual woman, period. And so now we got to have a whole different conversation because it's a competition. And if it's in a competition, when, when we think about value, right? At, at, and so I got a, yeah, I got a PhD and a whole bunch of other goddamn degrees. And so from a value standpoint, the idea, my CV looks good as hell, but I am an asshole. Right. Um, <laughs> At least you know. <laughs> right. Um, I'm petty as hell. I am. You, I believe in this. I give as good as I get. 
And so if you give it to me wrong, we'll give it right back to you the same goddamn way. That's the only way you're gonna learn. Yeah. That don't feel good. So you need to stop doing it. And if you like it, keep on doing it, right? Don't complain about something you're doing, right? And so that's when I'm single. But right, you have to change the 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 format in the way that we're thinking. And so because I know I have value. Mm-hmm. I can have several women right now lined up waiting to do X, Y, and Z. Black women, right? Because I only date black women. And so because I only date black women, there's not enough. Uh, and then I, I've, I've been labeled good, right? As one of those factors. And so we're not having real conversations about how do we imagine long-term loving relationships in the 21st century because we're still using ideas of love from the first century. Right. And and that's the problem. Right. And so all of a sudden, because let's be honest, historically, for a woman and children, it's, a, it's the best time to have a kid is after you get your first period. The younger you are, the better it is on your body for you to be able to recover. But we, we created this concept of teenage pregnancy. Right. And so now all of a sudden we're not supposed to be having kids at teenagers because it's going to you know mess up you socially. But physically, the older you get, the worse it's going to it's going to destroy your goddamn body. Right. And so and we're, we're making those kind of changes or ideas based on these social constructed uh, ideas of morality and norms. When we are authors. Right. We get to create uh, this moment. And so we're not at this particular moment taking advantage of creating the way that we want to deal with long term loving relationships. And that might have to include some form of uh, poly of uh, polygamy uh, with an M. Right. Not polygamy and so polygamy is anybody can have multiple spouses polygamy uh, with the end is when a man has multiple wives right and then polyandry is when a woman has multiple husbands and so we got to start having real conversations because how are you going to tell and so going to uh um idea of the one all of a sudden if so is there going to be some women who are left with no man who then decides that she wants to be my woman on Monday and Wednesday. <laughs> Can I say something? Mm-hmm. So I don't think, um, now I'm for um, polygamy, but that's neither here nor there. I think that the reason why um, a lot of people aren't ready to have those conversations, especially women, is because women are viewed to be the defenders of monogamy. And if we're not viewed as, if we're not being the defenders of it, then we are viewed as less than. Then they start saying, oh, well, you don't value yourself. You don't love and you don't respect yourself because why would you want to share a man? It's not like that. But a lot of people don't understand like the full benefits of what a polygamous relationship could offer because they can't get past the idea of another woman being with their spouse. But a lot of people already practice polygamy. If you have multiple children with, with different men, you're, you're polygamous. Like, it's, but that's for another conversation. Like, like, okay, so for all the people that, you know what I'm saying, your spouse just creep off on you every now and then, and you kind of know, but you don't know, you participate in polygamy. <laughs> you let that man go. You know? The whole so sneaky link mindset, you know? your right. sneaky link is probably sleeping with other people. Like, Yeah, that's polygamy, baby. But <laughs> like, but that's not, I don't look for fairness in relationships. Like, uh, People are like, oh, but that's not fair. Well, I'm not looking for fairness. Does he love me? Does he respect me? Does he provide for me? Does he take care of me? Does he support me emotionally and physically? Like, there's other things that I need. And it's not, I'm not hell bent on like, oh, you dealing with this bitch on the street. Are you taking care of yourself? Is she adding value? 
Because, like, if she just a regular, regular chick with fat ass and you just want to fuck because you got a fat ass, sir, we got to talk about discipline now. <laughs> like, <laughs> now we got to talk about sexual discipline. <laughs> like, but, yeah. So, anything else anybody would like to add? I got a lot to say. <laughs> on just like when when I when we were in Qatar, I'll I'll guide the conversation in a particular way. Y'all brought up the concept of age because it made it seem like age was something that was important. It's not. There is no importance to age, only that, as Doctor said, of legal age, when it's no longer a crime. She can do whatever she wants at any point in her life because it'll always be up to her and it'll be up to him when they are ready to go about at any point in stage in their life. When she's ready to settle down, whether that be 25 or 45, it's up to her. Whether he's 35 or 55, that'll be their point in time when they they want those things. Age isn't as important, so it shouldn't be brought up in a conversation. And that... Age should not be brought up in a conversation when you're talking Women about Women cannot have children at 45. So if you're, well, I don't know. I just, it's you, not the, the baby thing. And that is true. That not every woman wants to have that's children, but, but that should be brought up in the conversation. And that is why it's being mentioned because now in marriage, you think, okay, Mary, we have fun. We're merging everything. We're going to have children. That's if that's desire and what the union but is. Hey, but... the one who brought up the age. <laughs> no, no, no. Y'all brought up age. So, y'all said, She's 25. Go live her life. Yeah. So men don't have to necessarily worry about age because y'all can have children at any time. You can be 45 and well established and just go get with a chick that's 20 because true. why not? Why not? Especially because y'all are visual. So you want something. You may want something younger. But women, <laughs> we do. We we have because we get older. Our youth starts to say it's, it's important for us, for me. I don't know about anybody else, but for me, it's important for me to make sure I snag a guy before I hit. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't age well, and I just gotta make sure. You're gonna look fine when you're older. Don't even. I got a little light in me. We strike like that. No. I'm not claiming that. Girl, you're black. Like black don't crack. You're good. Right. No, no thank you. Like, Look at Halle Berry. Look at Halle Everybody, everybody be mentioning her. She light-skinned singer. Like, she she still looks the same. Sade. 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 She is a vegan. And, no, and what's the other? Oh, okay. oh my God. Shanti, I know you did. No, no, there's one, there's one more. There's one more that I can't. Ashanti, Ashanti, right? I definitely know you were talking about Shanti too. No, no, the reason I say that is because you can be happy at any age. Happiness is not determined by your age. So if you can be happy at any age, because what defines your happiness is going to be different for every person, then you can choose to settle down at any age. For me, if you're going to settle down, I have very strict things. One, I want to be mentally stable and I want to be mentally well and emotionally well before I settle down with somebody. And that's always going to be something I preach. Look, Heather said 30 times, everybody needs to go to therapy. Everybody do. I, I think 
I think therapy is a key thing. I think you should be mentally, emotionally stable. Not every person is going to be able to be financially stable because things can happen in life that can literally turn your life on a dime. It is, it is some, it is literally unforeseen. Yeah. Four months ago, gas was $2 and 96 cents, $5 and 40 cents. I'm just saying things can change literally (laughs) on a dime. Like it can change on a dime. So your situation can change on a dime, but your mental and emotional stability is something that once you have it, it is a lot harder to get rid of. So I believe that mental and emotional stability is what should determine whether or not you are going to be in the mindset to settle down because you have that mental maturity. You have that mental fortitude. You have that emotional fortitude. You have that emotional stability to determine whether or not you even want to be with somebody and you can handle that because I'll be honest, I'm not the easiest person to deal with all the time. Sometimes I just want you to leave me the hell alone because sometimes I just be like, nah, I'm not feeling it today. I've been with people that just like, I don't know why you did that. I kick you down the stairs right now. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to have the mental fortitude to not kick somebody down the stairs. <laughs> it's it's going to be like that. It's going to be like that. There are those times, but you have to be mentally and emotionally stable and spiritually well in order to have these things in your life. You can't sit there and be like, I want to be with a person and, you know, I really love, I care for them. I, I can do anything and everything for them. Can you be their peace? Can you be their rock when they need it? Yeah. Anyone can go and be somebody's financial support system. You can go find George off of whatever site to be somebody's emotional support. But can you be, I mean, financial support, but can you be somebody's emotional support? Can you be there for them in their time of need? Can you console them? Can you give them that spiritual relief that they need when they get home? Mm -hmm. Those are the things that are important to me as a person. I don't know what these celebrities doing. I don't even know if they go to church. I don't know if they believe in anything above, but those are things that should really come down to it is your mental stability, your mental like fortitude. Like, are you still having those problems? Are you still thinking about those things at night? Are are you constantly questioning yourself on a day-to-day basis? Do you have the motivation, the drive, the determination, the will to continue moving forward? Those things are important in your day-to-day life because those are going to determine how well you do. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that drive, if you don't have that go get it, you can't be a doctor. You got to go get it. You can't make your dreams come true if you don't have that drive. I can't be with you if you don't got no drive. You can go be with Tim down the street who's been in the same house for 14 years, still working at McDonald's, making nineteen fifty an hour. You got it. Can't be me, though. The trap of what? The trap might be trying to become perfect, right? And, and, and trying to reach a level of perfection uh, mentally and emotionally and saying that, well, I'm not quite there. I got this problem or that problem. And not mean, and so it might become a trap the older you get of, of not settling down because it then becomes the excuse to say, well, um, I, I'm a, um, a introverted. Uh, sometimes and so because I'm introverted so instead of having that that grown-up conversation that sometimes I'm introverted and I need to be able to have my own space and I need you to be able to understand this and when I'm asking for this space blah 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 and so it's is the is you can settle and I don't like the word settle down right you can you can be in a long-term loving relationship and still be on your journey towards 
um, mental and emotional, spiritual, financial, whatever, uh, maturity and, and mm -hmm. security. Right. And so I, that, when I was listening to you, I, I thought about, we, we all are imperfect and we'll never become perfect. And so mm -hmm. because of that, I, I got a million things that's wrong with me, but I got a billion things that's right. So I completely yeah. agree with that. That's why I use the word stability. I'm not using the word complete. You can never be 100% at any point in time in your life. Stability and complete are two completely different things. I can be stable and comfortable with myself and feel like I'm at that point. I'm not going to ever reach a point of perfection. The only person that's perfect to me is God. That's it. And I do. I, that's my belief. My point is that when I am well enough mentally that I will seek that out and well enough mentally for me is being off of medication. That could be my, my ends is I don't want to be on medication when I'm with somebody because medication knock me the hell out. It, it does this or whatever it may be. That's a different thing for a different, for every different person. So I, I you're 100% correct. No person should look to be perfect in anything because you can't do that. But there should be a point where you can be comfortable to have those conversations like, hey, today wasn't it. Can I just kind of, you know, I just want to sit down. I just maybe want to watch some TV. You know, mm -hmm. for some people, I want to drink a beer and I just want to I kind of want to relax. And if you got somebody that's with you that understands that you have picked to be that person, they'll be like, I understand. I won't I won't do too much to you. I'll leave you alone. Maybe they just want to be in your presence. So sometimes people just want to be in your presence. And that's okay because that's a conversation that y'all can have. And that's what's important is that communication and that understanding and maturity to have those things because communication is always key. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I want to add something. There was something y'all had said. I don't remember what it was. But like I like I said, I've already said I'm, I'm 34. So by the time you hit your this age, you pretty much I've done a lot of self-work. I know myself completely. You know, I I, um, I go to therapy. Be yeah, either therapy. Everybody should do therapy. Um, the point is, uh because i am so in tune with myself now and i am in a place where i'm very you know ready for marriage and, and a real lasting loving relationship i my problem is with dating i don't find people who are on the same level as me so like i i i like to have stimulating conversations and and conversations like we have on here right and the average men i'm meeting are not like that and so mm -hmm. that ties into why i'm single right now because I could date some dude who has two brain cells and, and we don't talk about <laughs> nothing but reality TV and, and, and wings, right? Like, yeah, it's <laughs> but I, that's it's not true. gonna do it for me. It's not gonna do it for me long-term. It's just, it's, it's not going to, right? So um, I also think you add in the fact that a lot of people, well, in my experience with dating in general, I think a lot of people are too afraid to be themselves anymore. Cause like they're, you know, like, you add in social media and you flex in and like you're trying to do what, what's popular and what's cool. And like, there's just a lot of authenticity to me that's missing in yeah. the dating world now. So it makes things a oh lot harder. God. And I'm just, you know, like what happened to that? And that, that's what I'm looking for and I'm not finding it. I don't feel like that's too much to ask for, but I'm also not no, about to sure. and just give it anybody and then and then be unhappy and unfulfilled. And and like and like Peyton said, the communication part that piece is missing. When you, if you you don't have anything real to talk about, like if you can't stimulate my brain, I'm not letting you stimulate anything else. Like you know, so 
No, I was talking to I'm in therapy too. I had therapy today and my therapist was saying like I um, compartmentalize people and it's a defense mechanism to make sure that you know I don't get hurt but that is one of the things I would say like well I met this one guy but like he doesn't have a personality and she was like well how do you know he doesn't have a personality did you give him an, an opportunity and I was like yeah I tried <laughs> like, hmm. but she and but you know um, people I think that you have to allow people a little bit more time to really get to show themselves and reveal who they are to you. But that is, that is the thing. I don't, I don't experience a lot of stimulating conversation with, with men. Um, and then I have, have noticed that a lot of people aren't, I'm aware of who they are and they don't really have an identity. It's all kind of like painted from like, you know, social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with giving people grace, so listen, don't get them too much rope. Don't get them too much rope. No, I'm not going to go all the way there. I'm not going to go all the way there. Look. Okay. Oh, God. You know your intention, okay? And you know what you're trying to do and how you're trying to get down out here. You clearly see the other person is not on that type of time. Let them know up front. Don't don't wait don't wait till the end of the night and get on some BS. Well, well, well let me say this. Let me say this. When we were deployed, there were there were two there were two, we were deployed. There was two. Let people. go Friday, man. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> there were two people that I um that I curved while we were deployed, and I was just like, I don't know, I, you know, I was stuck on somebody else, and mm. looking back on, I'm just like. They're married now <laughs> to the I'm people they were divorced with. So I'm no. like, did I, miss, did I miss a husband? And even then, like, even like, if there was people that I met when I was in Texas, and like, I will see their Instagram, they'll be like, my baby, my girl. Like, sir, I didn't know you was looking for a wife. <laughs> so I may have, I may have missed a lot of bullets because I was compart, compart, you know, compartmentalizing people, not giving them an opportunity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, right quick, I mean, uh, from and evidently, I'm older than all y'all. Um, <laughs> evidently, <laughs> y'all keep on coming out with y'all age. I'm like, I'm older than that, I'm older than that. And so, um, and I, I was just having this conversation with a young lady, uh, that when I have these deep conversations, and I because I don't do small talk and I'm on all the dating yeah. web and all that, I don't do small talk, I don't believe in it. Uh, I can't function in that kind of space. And, but because I have these kind of conversations, I am thrown into the friend category because women have become trained into believing the only way I can show interest is for me to be physically intimate with her, right? And mm -hmm. intimacy for me, I'm you know, I'm cool with it, but I don't... I. Only thing that's gonna know, like, so if Friday we don't have sex, and then Saturday we do have sex, the only thing that I'm gonna know differently from Friday to Saturday is how the hell you feel. It ain't making me want to be with you at all. <laughs> Real. The only information I got differently is how you feel. Oh my right? God. It's, it's simple, right? But. You want so when they have sex, then you want it to mean something, and it don't mean jack to me. It, it it's no different than us walking in the park. Like we don't go out and like, oh, we made park last night. Um, no, we didn't, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you want it to be part of a emotional state or love, right? Then wait till we get those emotions. But we wait to if I wait 
to put my hands on you until we have the emotion, I am a goddamn friend. If I didn't sleep with you today and I don't know you any more than I did than I did yesterday, some of y'all don't even know my you know my last goddamn name. But then all of a sudden, well, let's be together. Mm-mm, I don't know you, right? Yeah. And so, um, deep conversations sound good on paper, but one the last two young ladies I tried to get at, both of them threw me in the friend category for this particular reason because of well, you don't act like somebody that's interested in me. Well, I said the goddamn words. I don't know what else I need to say, right? Like but the only thing that I'm not doing is trying to screw you because you say. Uh, one of them was waiting for marriage, and then the other one was supposedly, uh, and then one of them, um, <laughs> well, <it was>. um <laughs> said because she enjoyed the conversation that it that she wanted me to be as a friend, and and being a friend was higher than being a potential lover, which is a whole nother argument. And so, uh, I don't know if if he don't face any. Don't, I guess don't, don't, that's the same. Nah, I guess don't. that's the same. Go ahead. I want to know what, what age range you date. Well, what age range are you dating? Oh, I, so, you know, age is a social constructed idea. And so I, I date people um, from 30 to whatever. But I, I, I'm not opposed to dating somebody in their 20s, but they're going to have to come with, a, you know, the real funk. No, the reason I asked that is because you said these women are are. are Saying, oh, no, oh, they, they put you in the friend category, and yeah, that's what I was wondering. So, because it's new, right? It's new, but they, they all over, you know, well over 30, right? Um, um, but if I tell you how old, because then I'll be telling you how old I am, and so I'm gonna pause that right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, like, I'm, I'm catching myself making people friends because. I feel like you could mess, like you could, you could make money with, you know, if you meet a person that has a like mind like you and you, I feel like you may possibly ruin it if you try to pursue a relationship where you two could have had money. Like you said, like you could have had like a really nice long relationship as a friend and then you incorporate sex and just make things a little bit too complicated. Let me be the goddamn mistake. I'm sorry to being, I'm tired of being the husband, right? Why well, are you the husband material? Uh, no, I ain't. I can be a hoe too. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no way. <laughs> no way. But I can get you as much as you want, right? Whatever you That's want, I can get you But but this idea that, you know, let's elevate it to this side, you know. But so I was, you know, I'm 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 dealing with my own uh little issues, uh just like smooth is from Friday. Wait, there's something you said earlier I wanted to, to make a comment on. You said to give people grace. Yes, I give people grace. However, I'm going to give you an example, okay? It was this dude I went on a date with like years ago. He recently reconnected with me because he saw me looking good on Instagram, whatever. So we talk on the phone or whatever. And now, my, now mind you, he he gave me his number. We connected via text. I'm not a texter. I'm the driest person via text. So I always tell men, if you want to have a conversation, call me. If you text me, I sound like I am dumb as a buck and box of rocks. I don't know what to say via text and I don't know you. I just don't. So he FaceTimed me. We had a conversation. He was like, oh, are you going to keep in touch? I was like, yeah, we can keep in touch, whatever. After that, what does he do? He he texts me. And and it's not even a conversation of values. It's more like you're Sending out your, 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 day? Ro- your robotic text every day. Good morning, love. Good morning, beautiful. How's your day? And, and I'm going to respond to it, but if you're not giving me anything 
to work with. How am I going to give you grace when I'm trying here? And I've already told you I like to talk on the phone. You're not you're not calling me on the phone. So there's levels to that giving giving them grace shit. No, you're right. <laughs> You are absolutely right. I don't believe in um, developing relationships via text. They they don't have any substance. And I hate when people ask me how my day is going. I'm going to tell you it was good because I'm not dead. So I'm going to tell you it was good. Talking about giving people. Like y'all talking about a football field. I'm talking about like a five to ten minute opportunity. That's it. That, that was all. That's all. Well, I had to make sure. I had to see what kind of grace she was talking about. Oh, I tried. No. Even then, like a couple dates, you go on a couple dates, and then they don't open up. Because I feel like I'm a like personable person. I'm inviting, and when I'm with someone, they, I have intellectual conversations. They want to, they want to stay around, but it's like you have to yeah. give me what I'm mm-hmm. giving you. Like, man, but you say open up in a couple of days. Did, did you say do you wanted a person to open up to you on a couple of days? It happens. <laughs> it happens. How, it how happens. open? How open is open? Like, are you just talking <laughs> about like just chilling and just being able to just talk with you? Be like, able to have a conversation. We can have intellectual conversation. We can talk about. I mean, if you open to talk about your traumas, I'm here to talk about that too. But on the first they couple of days, wow. so, somebody got to give. So let me ask. That's pretty impressive. Because I, I I think this is really interesting. Is trust something given or is something trust something earned? Earned. Ooh. For me. No, it's not. Okay. So, okay. Okay. You know what? You know, no, so listen, so listen. I'm finna I'm finna speak from personal experience. Personal experience. And I learned this. I learned this the hard way. I learned this the hard way. Um Shardy was right. It is given. Yeah. It is given. It is absolutely given. This girl was telling me, she's like, no, you're not giving me your trust. You're you're making me earn it. She's like, I, I, I willingly trust you. You're not giving me the same back. And I'm I, I was so confused. I'm like, nah, trust is earned. I I'm saying that, but but when you say trust is earned, you're almost saying it from a very hurt position. Like your position has to be hurt. You have to be on defense to say that. Mm-hmm. You have to. So and I had you, a, can't, you can't receive anything on defense. You know what I'm saying? Sure. The wall I'm not willing to give it my trust. That's just me, though. I, I literally just what you just said, Byron. I literally just learned that this year. I just yeah. learned that just because I am one of those people. I'm gonna. Everybody else is being bare and open, so I'm gonna do the same thing. That's normally how I am, anyways. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I'm definitely, at first, I was definitely damn sure not the first one. I'm never giving you my trust until you prove that you are worthy of it. And that's always how I've operated. But when I went to therapy <laughs> um, and I opened up my childhood trauma and, you know, my father taught me how to do that. My father was the one who was like, nope, you always look over your shoulder. Always make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. He taught me how to do that. He taught me how to put up barriers, put up walls, and only let them down a little bit, even just a little, as soon as I see, okay, after some considerable amount of time, I'm like, okay, I can trust this person. Mm -hmm. But that is not, like, no. (laughs) Because when you say, no, I don't trust you, I don't trust you, it's not even just about, like, you know, okay, how do you, like, which one do you believe the most or whatever. Like, no, honestly, you're setting yourself up for a lot of hurt when you operate from the level of distrust 
And the only reason that is because when somebody trusts you and they're always wondering why it's so hard for you to trust them, mm -hmm. you're, you're missing out on opportunities and they will be like, no, you're, you can't get access to me because you're unwilling to be open. You're unwilling to trust me. And then believe it or not, all these different ways that you can distrust someone, some of them can be toxic. You can actually be the perpetrator instead of the victim when you choose to be distrusting. So I mean, you can real, real, just just real quick, like with with that with that trust piece, so like because everyone has people they trust that they don't love, right? But if you love someone, you have to trust them. Therefore, if you're making someone earn their earn your trust, you're making them earn your love, which is not which is yeah. not gonna work. Yeah, but even but even in trust, you have concept. to trust. <laughs> I know, I know, it, I know it. I know it sounds crazy. Go ahead, Mariah. But no, no, wait, no. wait, 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 Because you're saying that in order for somebody to trust you, they have to love you. But I'm not gonna love a nigga after a sec a second date, and you're telling me to openly trust him. So I'm confused by that statement. No, but it's, no, it's, no. Yeah, go ahead, Mariah. I think you got no, it. No, 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 no. No, well, okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's um, you have. The trust isn't within them. It's that the trust is within you. You have to trust yourself enough to be able to see the red flags. Trust yourself enough to know that you're not going to allow somebody to overstep your boundaries. Trust yourself to know, even, even to say the love. If you love you, right? I love me. I want people to treat me with love and respect. So how am I going to treat others with love and respect? Because what do I want them to do? to treat me with love and respect. So for example, if I don't if I don't like myself and I go to someone else, I'm like, oh I don't I don't like you. And and you expect for them to show mercy and kindness to you, but you're being rude to them. You you know, you're treating them with hostility. Like what do you expect? It's almost to an to an extent where you don't love you if you if you are treating others at Corporately. I hope that makes sense. I hope I didn't that's like good. No, that's <laughs> it. That makes a lot more sense. That's a good point. And Char, totally. also, I'd like to add, you can always start out with trusting someone. Now, of course, you can always take away the trust when the person proves themselves to not be trustworthy and they are considerably, like, breaking your boundaries even a little bit. If they show themselves to not be that, then yeah, okay, then you can choose to be, okay, no, I don't trust you. But you always oh. want to, like, start out fresh with okay i trust you if that's how you know like i know that's hard maybe i'm not explaining it correctly but it's like i know I what y'all saying but i'm not there <laughs> right i it was a concept that had to be spoon fed to me in therapy so i get it doctor <laughs> but the more bring that up. the more open you are in life and um as you flow with ease in life people you'll like you'll become like a magnet and the people that's on the same vibration and frequency as you will start gravitating towards you. If you just flow in life with, with kindness and generosity, it's going to come back. So you get back what you get. It's the boomerang effect. It's, yeah. It's super funny you brought that up, doctor, because I literally just had this conversation, I think, three days ago because it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday on work because somebody asked me, like, how on earth can you be so trusting of my um, my son's mom's husband and i was like what did he do wrong and he was like you just trust any dude to be around your kid i was like i trust every person until they prove me that i can't trust them and he was like that's crazy trust is earned i was like you blindly trust everything on a day-to-day -day basis because you blindly trust everybody the moment you get on the road to not kill you the moment you get in your car you are blindly trusting every single person that has a driver's license to not kill you 
The moment you do anything any day of the week, you are trusting somebody to not kill you. You just you have Starbucks. You trust that person to not put poison in your coffee right now. Mm-hmm. Right? And he was like, I never thought about that. We blindly trust too many things for me to sit here and say, I have to give every person a reason to earn my trust. We blindly trust the car we're in. We blindly trust that the gas we're putting in our car isn't going to explode. We blindly trust the food we eat. We blindly trust the clothes we have aren't going to be toxic to our bodies. We blindly trust the air we're breathing. We blindly trust literally almost every aspect of our life. So why would I then, if I'm going to blindly trust so many things, make someone else earn something that's so hard to earn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you can dang sure get it taken away. You, you can break trust like that. But I will trust you the moment I see you and the moment that I need to take that trust away, I will absolutely do it. But if you give me no reason to not trust you, I have no reason not to trust you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't trust someone that you don't have a reason, it says more about you than it does them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And and the reason why I posed the question, because I think that was underlying uh, some of the conversation. And so I, I believe trust is something that has to be given. Right. There's no scenario that trust can ever be earned unless you know how to build a time machine. That you spend <laughs> enough time with this person, and right before you die, you like, you know what? I can fuck with you now. So let me go. <laughs> right? Because your your allies, your friends, your family can betray you at some point that you then feel like they betrayed your trust. But then here's the question about trust. Uh well, not even the question. I, I'm, I'm going to turn them into statements, right? And so the first thing I'm going to say is that with trust, who hurts you so much that you want them to only experience you freely? It's, right? And so is the first person that you call yourself liking or loving that hurts you, that you gave yourself, that you was vulnerable with, is that person the only person worth knowing who you really are? Because I would say probably not because they was your first and, and, and there's a reason why they ain't with you now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, right. And so that, you know, that's really important. But then it's antithetical to what your own goals are. If you really want to be coupled in a long term loving relationship, it means by the very nature of it, it is to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And if the thing that you're trying, because the thing with trust is trying to maintain some level of control. then I'm going to try to control. And so when you all were talking, when he was, uh, Peyton was talking about, um, driving and all that that's the social contract it's an illusion right that social contract that says people this this, these double yellow lines mean to drive on this side of the road right and Mm -hmm. and we're trusting not a force field not a wall two goddamn painted lines because there's two painted lines on the damn ground that says, so that's part of that social contract that we buy into. And so if we really want to be seen, to be felt, to be heard, uh, to be loved, we, we, we have to take the onus to actually give ourselves and be vulnerable to this other person, period. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, now I, my mother got this uh, kind of wrong, but I still try to live by this, right? And so, as you all said, fool me once is all you get. That's that's her saying, right? Fool me once is all you get. You don't get, you know, fool me twice. Shame on, uh, uh-uh. fool, fool me once is all you get, right? Uh, that ain't probably that probably ain't the healthiest way to look at it, but uh, but from a trust standpoint, I believe it has to be given because my goal is for me to be seen. For you to know, DL, 
The only way you get to know me is for me to give it to you. And so on day one, anybody that wants to ask me anything, they can. You can ask me about my sexual history. You can talk. You can ask me about my tra- uh, my my traumas. You can ask me anything that you want. Period. Because all of it makes up to who I am. If you really want to get to know me, and it's an amalgamation of all those things. And so why would I, especially if since time is so finite, why I'm gonna waste time to know that I, you can't? This one young lady, my mom passed in in October, and this one young lady uh, who wasn't a potential, but she actually said that she don't know what the hell to say when somebody uh, passed away. So she just really disappears and then try to reappear in their life later on. <laughs> what did she say? Okay. Like that was the funeral three weeks later. That makes no sense. No, no. She no, I know people like that, though. She won't bring, she won't bring up the funeral. She won't bring up your loss. She won't bring up. She'll change the subject. Right? She'll, oh, so what did you do fun today? Uh, wow. Right? That's not kill <laughs> Not kill myself today, right? Like, <laughs> and, and so, see, like, I needed to know that because I, that could easily take that off the potential list, right? Like, mm, you got a level of immaturity that is phenomenal. Right? But even if, I mean, but that that is true. Some people don't know what to say. But if you can't be of service verbally, but you just you can be of compare, that's disrespectful and change the subject. No, that's not cool. Not right? Cool. A hug would be fine. God damn. Even saying, I don't know what to say would be better than disappearing. Like, damn. She'd be like, you know what? I'm just ghosting. No, no. What? Like, like, oh, okay, bye. I'm trying to be ass nigga. That's messed up. Right. She would have got blocked. I don't like that. She would have been blocked. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild to tell. Yes, you know, and and she got both of her parents. And so how could you then, like, no level of empathy or sympathy uh, or whatnot, but having, you know, them real kind of conversations, quick and early, you can then all of a sudden be putting some stuff together to know, okay, this person ain't it, right? Uh, this this is not for me because you you can't do basic, right? <laughs> um, human behavior, right? And so uh, so I, I do believe in, like I said, in fact, I ain't never in, in, in this sense, like y'all can ask me a whole bunch of questions besides my age, right? So here's what, like, I don't tell my students my age because when I first started teaching, I was close to their age and it was the first time anybody any especially women started asking me how old i was and i put together because they were trying to sleep with me so my answer used to be unless you try to sleep with me no matter how old i am right and so as long as y'all ain't trying to sleep with me, you don't even know <laughs> now but that's on mm-hmm. the let me not say that some people don't know how old i am and i slept with them so outside <laughs> that that's wild <laughs> um that's a whole that's a that's a need Jesus situation. As long as you know how old they are, you know. So you all got damn grown. Let me go ahead and tell you academic conferences are fun. Um, <laughs> um okay. Right. Going back to what Shar said, you know, having the difficulties dating, it's also very, 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 very important the location in which you're meeting people. Are oh, you yeah, I agree. Dates? Are you using dating apps? Are you finding people in the club? Are you, you know what? 
where you find this? I don't call you meet no man in the club. <laughs> so if you're using dating apps, it's always going to be difficult. 90% of them probably don't even know what being outside most of the time even looks like. If you're yeah. meeting people at this place where everyone meets people and you're just going there, you're going to the mall and you meet this person, that's going to be different. Now, if you're meeting a person at a local event like a gala or you're meeting someone at like an art, all those things are actually going to play a very big factor in how that person could potentially interact with you. And that's we unfortunate. That, that was my friend. Mm-hmm. A podcast. Yeah, we didn't have a conversation. Someone mm-hmm. determines how you treat them, and that is that is and so I, true. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a clubber, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not meeting no club man. I don't. Yeah, you're not. You know, anyway. that's good. You're not meeting Daquan and Terrell and you know. <laughs> that's fantastic. I don't know. When I go out to the club and I see a guy approach me, I'm pretty sure you only came up here because I'm serving a side of titty. And if we didn't have no <laughs> conversation <laughs> of substance, you gotta go. Gotta go back in the I've been trying to date Nats, it's just not my cup of tea. I'm trying, like, because sometimes I'm not meeting, just because I'm going out doesn't mean I'm always meeting a man. Like, I, I don't always meet men when I go out. So, you know, like, dating Nats is easier, but, like, it's just not, it's not for me. I'm trying. It's, it's, it's not it's, doing it that, for me. That's the issue. It's 2022, and everybody's using dating apps, and weeding through a dating app that you literally have 999 notifications for is never going to be the way in which because no offense that's how women dating women on dating apps are no matter what you do because you are a woman your notifications is maxed it's just gonna happen why it is it's gonna happen like at some point i mean juggling too many conversations and y'all can't keep up with the conversation (laughs) that's because majority Nope. No offense to the men. Majority of men, when they have a conversation, it the moment a man notices that a conversation isn't going to go the way he thinks it's going to go, especially when they have a set mindset of what they think they want, mm-hmm. the conversation isn't going to go anywhere because they don't want to I mean, say anything. Not, else. Yeah, that's real. Like, dating apps is hard. Like I, I it is. I never really liked dating apps. I always called it Uber Eats for dick or pussy. That's what I called it. Uh, I, I still feel that way. Yeah, I, I agree I, with this. It's not gonna get on that. I am not asking as long as you get on that app, but I just can't. I can't. I'm on every last one of them. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's okay, Dr. Okay. Dio. You got it. You got that. <laughs> so my my favorite one is Hinge. My favorite one is Hinge, but it's been a it's been a I don't know. It's been a miss lately. I, I'm yeah, traditional. I, I just want to meet a man in person somewhere. Like we're no longer in a traditional like no, I'm sorry, what were you saying? We're not. No. I know. We've got to a point where we have to like approach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, why do you think? Why, why do you yeah. think there's so many dating shows? Like you look, you log into Netflix and, and turn on TV. There's so many variations of dating shows now because we we're not meeting quality people. So we're like, oh, I might as well. I have nothing else to lose. I'm gonna go yeah. on this line. I'm gonna go on. Else. Else. You, I don't. I'm not saying anything towards you. I'm not saying anything that you're not. But are you genuine in what you want? Because you also have to take into consideration a lot of people are glorified in the things that they want because they see so many aspects of social media. So that's another thing yeah, that has played a key factor. Like, it's... Men are also not... I don't know. They stop This music, man. This music, the social media is like, bro, if she don't give me head every day, I don't want her. My nigga, what? 
man, I'm telling you, like there there are words that can be in the bio. I've determined that's a young person thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but listen, but listen, like in someone's bio, right? In reading it, right? I there there are words like as I see them, I'm like, yeah, no. And I'll just I'll just immediately mm-hmm. just not. I just immediately not. And even if I accidentally swipe the other way and I match with that person, I'm gonna go unmatch you. Like I'm going to go yeah, back and remember, like, like I, I don't, it don't matter what you look like. Like them words, let me know, like how you're talking. Like you wrote that, you took out the time <laughs> in, of your life to write that. You didn't have to write anything. You could have just said, you could have just said, hey, swipe right if you want to get to know me. That's so much simpler. All you have to well, do. I hate that lazy ass shit. Swipe right to, to listen. If, if you don't have no bio, I'm I'm swiping left automatically. Because if you can take time, no, the I'm time of day to write three, I'm saying from a man's point of view, from my point of view, you could what you could put out there in your bio sometimes. Less is more in a lot of cases. Don't tell us what the words are. So, 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 so they're there and there. They're there and there. I stopped using <laughs> Tinder years ago because they kept, they could not use they're there and there and you're and you're correctly. And I was like, yeah, if I keep seeing this, okay. Okay. Like this I'm dead. Not being able to spell, that's that's one thing. Grammatical errors. That's definitely that's a red flag. That's off rip. That's off rip. Red flag. I'm like, you don't even prove it. You know what I can't stand either? The hurt people that, that in, in their bio, they'll put, I guess I, I downloaded this app again because I was told to come here, but I tried, the last time I tried this shit, I could Like, why are you telling me all this? I don't need to know. It's all cats. Okay, okay. Let me get into this. Let me get into this. Let me get into this. One is like, um look what does it say it's it like when in 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 your bio what you start describing right if it's not me i'm gone like off rip you're like you're not you're not even like you made out this itinerary right you're like you're like yo he gotta be this 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 and this and then i no offense i i ain't perfect but i look at you and i'm like he not even swiping right on you like just to keep it a band, I'm like, I'm like, can't just touch your bio. Like, just just talk regular. Like, nobody is swiping right on this. Like, when you say, when you say, like, oh my, um, uh, my my um, okay, okay, this this gonna sound this gonna sound mean, but like when you say like my 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 son is my king, that scares me a bit because I'm just like, why are you Run. why are you idolizing this man? I'm so now. This should not be the relationship. Far, far the other direction. You are giving yeah. me. You are giving me. Uh, what is her name? Cersei Lannister. I'm. I'm thinking you're gonna Game of Thrones me. You know what I'm saying over <laughs> your son. And I don't have. Oh time. my god, that's hilarious. I wouldn't even think. About, I was thinking about like uh, emotional incest. Um, a yes. lot of women do that to their to their. Well, a lot of women yeah, do, they do, do that. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. alarming, actually. It's alarming. Yeah. So, I'm a. I'm gonna say this. I have a completely different view as far as kids go because my son is always a priority, but my son actually isn't my number one priority when I'm in a relationship because I know my son is always taken care of. He doesn't need that emotional and that like aspect of me. So I always look at that differently, but that's me and every person is going to be different. Um, 
I always believe that to meet a person, there is going to be an aspect of two things. One, there's going to be a physical, there's going to be a physical interaction, but there's going to be a moment of reprieve because that moment of reprieve, when you take a step back is when you're really going to be like, nah, this second date ain't going to happen because um, you definitely came here and I couldn't do it. You, I, I swear to God, I, I, I heard you fart like seven times and you just couldn't hold that shit in when you could have went to the bathroom. Um, you definitely ordered everything off the menu that you could have humanly possibly wanted because you knew you was getting a free meal. And I, I, I swear to God, you said your ex was in jail. So that means you have bad choice in men. And I'm not going to be a bad man. Ah, it's time for me to go. Um, so <laughs> on those things, I always believe that there's going to be that physical interaction that you have with a person and there's always going to be that moment of step back that you have to have. You always have to take that step back when you're choosing someone. And that's unfortunate because it's hard to meet people out here because these dating apps is not good. They just not. It's it's yeah. unfortunate. You, and meeting right. people in person is not easy because everything's expensive. There isn't as many events because people are just now starting to bring back stuff from COVID. So it's more difficult. It's, it's always more difficult. I, I feel for the people that got a date right now. God bless you. I want to give you a hug, a handshake, and a massage. Like I, I really do because I know it's stressful. It's and I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, can't so, be me though. You, you but y'all up, stay strong uh, out there. You brought up dating with kids, and, and so y- maybe y'all can help me out because I've, I've dated uh, women that said they, they wanted to be a priority in my life, right? And because I got a son, that I would never be. They would never be my priority. And so you just said something uh, similar to that. And so help me out. Help me out. Understand. At, uh, at what point do we, is that ever going to be a choice? Like, are, are, are we having kidnappings where they're going to put up a gun against her head and put up against my son's head and like choose? Because that's the only scenario I can come up with to talk about <laughs> priority one over the other. So help me understand how someone, my, my, why are you in com- competition with my seven-year-old? Okay, so real quick, real quick, just off real, real quick, just off real quick, I just want to say, I ain't got a problem with you having kids. Just just don't say what I said earlier. Just just want to caveat that. Go my ahead. My son is my king. Having the children isn't is, is an issue. My son is my king. whole bunch of issues beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a trope that, it's like a, it's a thing that goes with it. The women that are like arguing and cussing um, on Facebook, they have this long post cussing somebody out over their son. Like we're talking about a specific kind of person. My son is my king. Like the girl who's willing to fight over their son, like actually fist fight over their son because of something menial and small. Like we're, that's what we're talking about here. We're not but, talking about. But what yeah. he's saying is yeah. he's saying for women, like, they feel as though they have to compete for the attention That's weird. of their of yeah. the, for him, oh, no, for the son. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And the yeah. only for, thing I can like, think about, oh, oh, like, the only thing I can think about, what were you saying? The only thing that I can think about is that, um, like, if they wanted to move and you can't move because your son, like, that's the only thing I can think about. Like, that's the only thing. So, but it's, I, I don't even understand why she would say that because men don't even be having a kids twenty four seven. So that's not even. So, I well, I do. I got split custody, I'm, or I, uh, and sometimes I have sole custody. Mm-hmm. But, but okay. I'm a professor. Um, 
and I was I, I got a whole bunch of freedoms uh, when 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 it comes to time and moving and all this other kind of stuff. But oh, okay. we ain't at a place where th- this is not a we've been dating for ten months. This is like in the first couple of conversations where it's like I don't know if I can feel you because you got a kid and I know he always your priority and I'm just like, but well, that's time management, ain't it? Right? Uh, yeah. Like- damn time. Oh. And so, I, so I, I'm trying to get y'all to help me out, right? Like, it doesn't make any goddamn... Only scenario, like I said, I could come up with is somebody saying choose between the two, right? Well, and so literally, I'm going to choose my goddamn son. Like, who wouldn't? He can't... Somebody explained it fairly well. Like, somebody did explain it fairly well to me when when I was dating, because I've had... I have primary care custodial powers over my son. Like, I, I, I have custody of my son. He He was with just me for over two years. And when I was dating... It was rough because I constantly got that. Um, I respect her. She she'll never be a good partner to to me. Her name was Bianca. She she told me it's not that I'm in competition with him. It's that if I want to spend time with you and you're spending time with him, you're always gonna want to spend time with him. At what point is it okay for me as a woman to be like, can I spend time with you over your son? Because there are those points yeah. to where they want to spend time with you, and it's always a time management thing like you said they feel as though you're always going to want to spend time with their son or spending time with them that's not a that's that's them projecting most cases is that they're afraid that you won't have that time to spend with them because if you have your son obviously with a son comes do you need to get a babysitter how old is the son are they going to be with you all the time is there somebody to watch him like does that mean he has to come with us does that mean i have to know do i have to meet the baby mama those are things that are constantly going through their head. And unfortunately, when a dad does have custody of their child or when a, a father is a child and has a mom, they're in immediately in their head for whatever God-given reason, ooh, baby mama drama. It That's not always the case. That's like a constant, though. That is like one of the first thoughts is, I don't want to deal with baby mama drama. I don't want to have to come second because your son is doing this and you had to go deal with your baby mama doing it. That's not for everybody. That's, that's not for everybody. So that may be where they're coming from with that. And it's just going to be a communication breakdown. Well, it is true. I, I work eight to 20 hours, depending on what university I'm at. I'm trying to get back to working eight hours a week. Right. Getting full, yeah. Cause this whole working 20 hours is too much for me. Um, <laughs> I need more now. Be nice. um, and <laughs> so, eight to 20 hours. Right. And that's, you know, 20 hours a long damn day. And, and even with that, I only work uh, maybe uh, four hours in that one day, you know, at the most, right? Um, where I teach maybe two classes. And those two classes add up to three hours. I'm going to throw an extra hour in there, right? Um, and so it's, it's I, I got, you know, and that's a week. Not a, you know, that's a week, right? And so I, I don't even know how many hours in a week or whatnot, but isn't it the same true, especially for women, who are mothers, because most likely the woman is going to have full custody. And I've never been in, I've dated, um, in fact, uh, my non-biological daughter is almost y'all age, right? Um, and I and got in her life when she was two. And I'm still in her life. She's about to turn 25. And mm-hmm. it never was a, a, a point where I'm like, oh my God, you're going to choose your daughter over me. I don't know how you're going to spend all this time with me and all this. Right, it, it just never was that, and I knew, cause her, the uh, uh, my non biological dad, uh, uh, daughter's dad, only wanted to be with her, be with, be with, be a dad 
is if um, he could sleep with her mom. And so once that wasn't happening, he didn't want to have anything to do with uh, the daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, and so I knew she was gonna have him have her full time. And so that's not a question. Uh, and so I, I just, I and I guess my point is, I will never understand it, right? Because it's not a, it is paranoia or or any of those things. But it, what kind of father would I be if I actually chose? If there was an actual choice between you? And my child, and I chose you. What what would that say about me as a man, as a father, as a potential mate, that I'm choosing you? Because if we then have a child together, you know good and hell well, I ain't gonna choose <laughs> the child with you either, right? And I role model in my behavior. So I I said it. No, you got to say. I mean, it's only I wrote myself that out. Yeah. Thing. Um, I said it. I say it every time. You, when I'm talking to someone, or when I was talking to someone, you and my son are not in the same category. I'm not. I'm not going to be romantically involved with my son. Exactly. Y'all have two completely different things. There is no priority for this. My son is my priority. You would be my partner. There is there's a completely different aspect that it does. I cannot compare you to him because there are things that for him, I can only do for him as for you. I can only do for you. There are two completely different aspects of life. You can be a priority in my life without being the priority in my life. He can be the priority in my life without being the priority. Priorities can shift at any given point in time. You're in the hospital. Obviously, I need to take care of you right now. My son is at daycare. He's fine. You can be the priority <laughs> at that moment. Priorities shift all the time. You don't have the same priorities when you go to work, right? So I don't, I've never understood the whole, oh, you're so, you're, my son is my king. I'll be, no, stop. Priorities. Okay. I, oh, go ahead, Mariah. I'm sorry. Wait, yeah. I'm, are you I'm sure? Not... Are you sure? I don't want to interrupt you. Wait, I got, I got something to say. I, I was going before. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so um, I don't know how to, to Dr. Dio, I don't know how to answer that question about, I, I really don't, I can't make sense of what they mean by comp- competition, but the only thing I can think of is, from what I understand, some women want to be the first everything, right? So like, they come up, they come along and you already have a, a child, they can't be the first, like, they're, they're not ever going to trump, one, trump your child. Two, um, some women prefer for you all to have everything as a first together. So they want you to have the first kid with them together. They want you to be their first, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the only thing that I can, I can, I can think of that maybe they're trying to say that they're not wording correctly. Um, also, um, the Peyton, you said something about the crazy baby mamas. I have a, a um, quite a few guy friends who have crazy baby mothers and they share their stories and they'll vent and stuff. And so, unfortunately, sometimes the first thing that does come to my head is how is the baby mama? And it's not judging you. It's not making that assumption. It's mm-hmm. just that the stories that I have heard, that is something that I have to consider when dating somebody. How is this baby mama going to be? And some, sometimes baby mothers seem like they were okay. And then you bring somebody in the picture who is a great mother, a, a great, somebody great that you're dating. And then they come out of the blue with these issues and you're like whoa I thought you were okay they're okay until they're not okay so it's just 
some 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 things we do have to keep in the back of our head. Yep. Oh, um, I wonder. So when I was married, um, I was a I was a stepmom, and in, initially I didn't know what I didn't know what that looked like. I was really young. I met my ex husband when I was nineteen, and um, he was twenty five, and so I didn't know what how like, I didn't know where I fit. If that makes sense. And I would just sit on the outside watching him be a father. So, of course, I adored him in his fatherly duties and how he was a father. But I didn't know how to be a stepmother. I had to grow into being a stepmother. And so it is it is challenging in the beginning saying, like, you know, just thinking, like, because I was so focused on my needs and what I wanted for my relationship. I wasn't saying, like, oh, I, I don't want to date you because you have a kid. But I was concerned, like, how can we build romance if the child is here? Because... I don't know how to. I don't know how to be a stepmom. I barely knew how to be a girlfriend, and so it was. It was a lot of factors that played into it. That was. It's something that women do think about. It's not necessarily you want to be the first, but you always kind of question: How do I fit into your life? How do I be a stepmother? Because you don't want to overstep your boundaries with the mother, and you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's, it's a lot of stuff that it comes up. Um, mm -hmm. Also, to, to talk about um, men and women, when you were talking about your daughter. And, and you wanting to be there, wanting to be a stepfather, but men and women need different things. Like men, I feel like men like to be providers. So being a stepfather wouldn't really um, deter you. In fact, I know many men, like my ex-husband, that dated uh, his ex-wife because she was pregnant, because she was having a baby. And that was what made him want to stay because she, she was having, she had a child with somebody else, but... He was like, I got to be the father to this kid. Like, I have to take care of them. And so that's what made him stay. But for other, but for women, it's like, a, like again, we like to receive, we like to nurture, we, and some women like to be first. So they just need different things. So, um, and to talk about the father of your daughter, her, her father, I know some men, um, they desire a certain type of family dynamic. And when their their image of the family that they want is taken away, they don't view the kid and the woman as their family. If it, it, it sucks and it's not right and it's not wrong, but I know some people that if y'all not together, you're not my family. If we not living in the house together, you're not my family. You got to go figure out how to be a single mother on your own. And it's, it's horrible. But I know some people that think that way. Okay. So real quick, real quick. All right, this is a great conversation. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to wrap this. Uh, went way longer than it was supposed, to, but it was really good. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring this back for part two, at least of the continuum. That I mean, the continuous conversation, like where we are now. We have to bring this back. Uh, Heather, did you have anything you wanted to say? Yeah, I did. Um, so I'll make it quick. So basically, this year, um, I. I dated one person this year and he had a son. Um, we were the same age, but he had never been married before. I'm divorced. So I don't have any children, but he had one kid and never had been married. So we seemed really well because like what he was looking for was marriage. He was dating to marry and um, I was dating to marry too. And I wanted a family, but he already had a baby. So I was like, okay, like, you know, it just seemed kind of like we were just like, okay, cool. Um, for me, um, what I just wanted to tell you was, for me, it was the exact opposite. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't want to overstep my bounds either. 
like uh, Mariah was saying, like, I respected what he had going on. He was co-parenting with his baby mama. They weren't together at all. They didn't live together or anything like that. Um, he had um, joint custody with the baby. So he saw the baby every other weekend. So we had, like, you know, this time frame. But then it would be like, okay, I could only come on certain times. And sometimes those times fell when he had the weekend for his son. So for me, it was the exact opposite. I know that your child is your everything. And to me, in my mind, with my morals, the child always comes first. And I can never come between you and your child. I'm not even going to think that way. And so what I was just going to tell you, Dr. L, is like if you are talking to a woman and that is their concern, um, I feel like they have issues with insecurity. If you feel like you have to fight for your position in someone's life so bad that it comes between you and your child, like, I feel like that's crazy. If she is so worried about coming between, you know, you and your, like, oh, am I going to be able to take my position if it's between me and your kids? Like, I feel like that's an insecurity problem and you're talking to the wrong woman. Um, because yeah. it should never, it should never even come down to that. That shouldn't even be the conversation. For me, I was always like, what works for you? What works for, you know, and I'm not saying I'm a saint, but I'm just saying like, oh, like I definitely kept in mind, like, that he, he had an eight-year-old like that's your fam your family dynamic for eight years like I'm not gonna just jump in here day one and be like okay so what we about to do because it is, like I'm not doing that I feel like that's ridiculous and asinine to even go in that direction starting a relationship and that's a red flag to me yeah you See, right that that's I'm single right uh, <laughs> I'm like what are you even talking about like mm -mm. oh oh Mm. All right. So, anybody have anything else to add? That woman was that was an excuse. She <laughs> that was an excuse. She just used that. She, she had other underlying issues and why she didn't want to be with you. But that was just an excuse she used. But oh, she didn't want to. Well, that's what yeah. it was. That didn't know how to handle uh, being there for somebody. So uh, yeah. it's And oh, so the same yeah. one that disappeared for death. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. So everyone, I'm going to give you guys a chance. We're going to go, we're going to go this way. We're going to clockwise, but no counterclockwise, <laughs> counterclockwise. Sorry. So I'm used to my thing being mirrored counterclockwise to promote yourself or, uh, you know what I'm saying? Give you, give you a little closing thought and then we're going to end this and then we'll be done. So go ahead. Me? Do, do right. I Oh, oh. <laughs> we were like, what? I hate starting. <laughs> <laughs> right, I never know what to say. Um, my name is Mariah. My Instagram is LVE2 underscore. Um, I hope you have a good night. <laughs> okay, I'm DL, Dr. DL. Uh, you can find me at DL underscore PhD on Twitter and Instagram. You can. Uh, I'm relaunching Black Rage. My podcast this week to talk about Juneteenth and what's going to happen when white people tell you happy Juneteenth, right? And so <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Okay, it's me. I'm Heather. Um, you can see my little tag right, right, right there. Um, Heather underscore Levita. Um, check out my Instagram and my Twitter for unhinged thoughts. <laughs> Uh, it's Peyton, just Peyton. Um, I don't have social media. I don't really use social media like that because I never believed in it. 
all I'm going to say is always do what you feel is right and never go back on what you believe. Okay. Char here. You can follow me at Free Spirit Char on Instagram. Uh, it's always good conversations. I'm all about good energy. That's that's all I have to add. She actually she acting like she's not semi famous on TikTok. That's okay. What? What are you talking about? Okay, I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing. I'll be seeing your video. Yeah, I see yes. it too. <laughs> I'll be like, is that a sign? Look at that. You be posting videos like every every like. Because like, I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah, to reach day, like every, you got like two or three a day. Like, no, it's yeah. not that many. That must mean that's. Well, that must I must mean be seeing them two or three. That a must day. mean they're starting to push out. Okay, good. That's it good. is. All right. Keep it up. Yeah. Mm. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to 1K. Because when you go to 1K, you can go live, and that's where I really start. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay. Mm. I'm right. at 706 followers right now. So free spirit, spirit yeah. free spirited as far that's that's you on TikTok too. Yeah, just follow right, me. I'm, I'm gonna follow you on there too. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'll follow you back. All right. So uh obviously I'm smooth. This is Home Room with Smooth Podcast. Episode number 137. I'm not gonna tell you where to follow me because you're just gonna click the link in the fucking bio. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm tired. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>